This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm a compliance evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to the month of May, one month series on operationalizing your compliance program. And this month, I will focus on the use of your human resources function to help you operationalize your compliance program. This month, my sponsor is Advanced Compliance Solutions. Advanced Compliance Solutions is your one-stop shop for all compliance-related services. Uh, Advanced Compliance Solutions has a new, exciting service offering called the Compliance Alliance, which is a three-step program that will provide you and your team a background into compliance and the FCPA, so you can consider how your product or service fits the needs of the compliance officer, the compliance practitioner, and the compliance professional. It includes a boot camp, a podcast series, sponsorship, and an in-person training. Each section builds on the other and provides your customer service and sales teams with the knowledge they need to have intelligent conversations with compliance officers and decision makers. When the program is complete, your teams will be armed with the knowledge they need to sell and service every new compliance client. Interested people should contact myself, Tom Fox. In the evaluation of corporate compliance programs issued by the Department of Justice, there was a section on incentives and discipline. This spoke directly to the need of the HR function in compliance or several other uh, parts of the evaluation which speak to the integration of compliance into your HR function to fully operationalize your compliance program. Each day this month, I will be exploring a different way for you to operationalize your compliance function through the HR function. I hope you enjoy this series. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening. Day eight, using compensation to operationalize your compliance program. One of the areas that many companies have not paid as much attention to in their FCPA anti-corruption compliance program is compensation as opposed to compliance incentives. However, the, both the DOJ and SEC have long made clear their view regarding compensation and employees who work in compliance as a way to reinforce a compliance program and the message of compliance. As far back as 2004, the then SEC Director of Enforcement, Stephen Cutler, said, make integrity, ethics, and compliance part of the promotion, compensation, and evaluation process as well. For at the end of the day, the most effective way to communicate doing the right thing is a priority, as a priority, is to reward it. The FCPA guidance says that the DOJ and SEC recognize that positive incentives can drive compliant behavior. These incentives can take, the can take many forms, such as personnel evaluations and promotions, rewards for improving and developing a com company's compliance program, and rewards for ethics and compliance leadership. In a Harvard Business Review article entitled The Right Way to Use Compensation, it spoke about a 
the company HubSpot's design and redesign of its compensation system to help drive certain behaviors. The piece's subtitle indicated how the company fared in this technique as it read to shift strategy, change how you pay your team. Several interesting ideas were presented which I thought would be applicable for the chief compliance officer when thinking about operationalizing compensation as a mechanism in a best practices compliance program. As your compliance program matures and your strategy shifts, it is critical to bring in the revenue the sales force understand and behave in ways that support a new strategy. A sales compensation system helps ventures achieve that compliance. The prescription for you in operationalizing compliance is to revise the incentive system to focus your goals on the goals of your compliance program. This means you need to change the incentives as your compliance program matures from installing the building blocks of compliance to burning anti-corruption compliance into the fabric of your organization through operationalization. There are three key questions you should ask yourself in modifying your compensation incentive structure. First, is the change simple? Second, is the change aligned with your company values? And third, is the effective behavior immediate due to the change? So let's take these individually. First, simplicity. Your employees need not, <clears throat> should not need a spreadsheet to calculate their earnings. This is because if there are too many variables included, they may be confused about behaviors you're attempting to reward. Keep the plan simple and even use the KISS principle, keep it simple, sir, when designing your compensation program. If you do not do so, your employees might fall back on old behaviors which, works in, which may have worked in the past. It should be extraordinarily clear which outcomes you are rewarding. The simplest way to incentivize employees to create is to create metrics that they readily understand and are achievable in the context of the compliance program that you are trying to operationalize. This can start with attending code of conduct and compliance training. Next might be how to next might be a test to determine how much of the training was retained. It could be followed up. With online training, it could mean instances of being a compliance champion in certain areas, whether your employees, whether you have employee-based sales or third-party sales force. The second prong is alignment. As a CCO, you need to posit the most important compliance goal your entity needs to achieve for operationalization. From there, you should determine how your compensation program can be aligned with that operationalized goal. You should not underestimate the power of your compensation plan. You can tweak your compliance communications, be it training, compliance videos, compliance reminders, or other forms of compliance messaging. But it is incumbent to remember, if the majority of your company's revenue is generated by salespeople, properly aligning their compensation plan will have a greater impact than anything else. The beauty of the alignment prong is that you're it, <clears throat> with your sales force throughout the entire sales channel. If your sales channel is employee-based, then direct compensation can be used for this alignment, or rather operationalizes the alignment. However, the, such operationalization alignment also works 
with a third-party sales force such as agents, representatives, channel ops partners, and even distributors. Finally, prong three, intimacy. Under intimacy, it is important that such structures be put in place immediately, but in a way that incentivizes employees through operationalization. Any delay in good or bad behavior and the related financial outcome will decrease the impact of the plan. As part of immediacy, I would add there must be sufficient communication with your employer or other third-party sales space. Uh, I would suggest a town hall meeting or some other similar event where you can communicate to a large number of people. Even in the world of employee compensation incentives, there should be transparency. Transparency does not mean the design of the incentive system is a democratic process. Rather, it is critical that the salespeople do not confuse transparency and involvement with an invitation to selfishly design the plan around their own needs. However, it is important that the employee base understand and appreciate the openness, even when the changes were not favorable to their individual situations. Finally, because of this involvement, when a new plan is rolled out, sales teams tend to understand why the financial structure was chosen. The power of compensation to motivate salespeople not only will sell more, but act in ways to support a startup's or entity's involved business model and overall strategy. And you can use the compensation program as such. The compliance practitioner, for the compliance practitioner, one of the biggest reasons to change a company's culture is to make compliance more important through operationalization and then burn it into the fabric of the organization. But you must be able to evolve your thinking and professionalism as a compliance practitioner to recognize the opportunities to change and adapt your compensation program to make the operationalization of compliance a part of your company's everyday business process. So what are the three key takeaways from today? Well, first of all, it is in the area of compensation. Uh, compensation is recognized by the Department of Justice and SEC and has been for almost 15 years as an important key component of a best practices compliance program. Whatever your compensation uh, incentive structure is, it should be simple. Employees do not need a spreadsheet to calculate their earnings. And third of all, transparency. Transparency does not mean democracy and creation of the plan, but it does mean openness and explaining the plan and why it is important that the company enact it. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for joining me on day eight, and I hope you will join me tomorrow for day nine of one month to better compliance through HR. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of One Month to Operationalizing Your Compliance Program through the use of your HR function. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you will rate it on iTunes as it would help our ratings and also get the word out about this seminal one-month series that I'm doing in 2017. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at tfox, that's tfox, at tfoxlaw.com. Finally, I hope you will join me again. This is Tom Fox. Thank you again for listening to this episode.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.